Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is another episode of Coach Ham Chronicles. I am your host, Coach Ham, and today we're going to be talking about emotional honesty. So let's get started. You know, on our show, we always talk about about the numbers, and research suggests that Americans tell lies about nearly every day. I know you're going to say, you know what, Coach Ham, that's a no-brainer. No, duh. But here's the thing, that a study has found that, on an average, an American undergrad student tells twice as many lies, which is three out of four times the lies that's told for even just personal gain. So nothing beats being your truest self. And if you have not already listened to our episode one on authenticity in the workplace, definitely go back and check that out. So one thing that brings really truth to me is being able to discuss how we're able to evolve. And when we're gradually evolving, we're growing and we're understanding and what it means to be emotionally honest with ourselves, how to protect ourselves by having boundaries, how to take responsibility for our emotions, how to stop giving people the power to emotionally abuse us. Employees don't expect perfection from their leaders. However, they do expect their leaders to be self-aware and proactively honest when they're having to minimize some of those blind spots. Now, when leaders say one thing or they'll do another, they lack that respect or that trust in their team because they're either trying to save face or they're ending up taking it to a whole nother level that makes in turn it difficult for employees to respect, trust, or value their leader. The result is an uneasy feeling that anytime will tell us that you're working with the wrong type of person. Now we're gonna talk about emotional integrity for a moment. This is the courage to acknowledge that one's true emotion, wants, desires without judgment is one of those societal lenses that are often foggy. And in essence, it's about being 100% honest with who you are, what you represent, what do you want to do with your person. Now, there's one thing to be emotionally intelligent without being emotionally honest. Now, sometimes the benefit will outweigh some of the temporary gains, but that also only becomes skin deep. So here's a couple of pitfalls that I want you to consider if you're not totally emotionally honest at this moment. So number one, you lack reliability. Yes, you are the overpromiser, the underdeliverer. Your responsibility is that you are undervalued, which is a leadership trait that most people can't always live up to. And one thing for a leader, you must be able to develop that, which then in turn earns that respect. It earns the trust of your people. Employees expect their leaders to have a disciplined structure a mindfulness to deliver great and consistent leadership. And it's not about having to bully or move people in different directions. But what it does provide is people the opportunity to understand where you're coming from, your vision, what you want and what you expect out of them in order for them to start moving upward toward a motion for which you want them to pivot. So yet, once again, research has always shown that Leaders with intellectual humility, they have a much higher case of willingness to recognize what they think or what they believe might be wrong. You know, you have the advantage over those who rely upon their ego and their power to gain influence and affluence and earning respect as well as loyalty amongst your colleagues and your peers. So here's your action plan if you lack lack reliability. You're gonna need to be a great listener. I mean, you need to be a phenomenal listener, an active listener. 
this comes from a place where you're able to hear what's being said, what you're willing to do, what you are needed, not just in your position as your leader or manager, but also as an individual. You'll need to start to notice these tendencies to interrupt when someone is speaking to you. Have a lack of openness or even just being open, period, and the inability to recognize the larger goals and need of the organization only serves to alienate you and your people. A lot of times people won't understand that just because you're human, it's okay if you have to make those mistakes. Sometimes you want to be able to show them that it's okay to fail. You learn from failing. Now, when you say, I don't know, that is a one true indicator of a leader that is moving in a direction in which he or she needs to launch. You can't always have the answers. You don't always need to have the answers. And when you say, I don't know, it's showing a form of sincerity. It also shows that you're willing to be vulnerable and perfectly imperfect human. Rather than untouchable, who's just always right and viewed as someone who generally cares about getting things right, the savviest leaders aren't necessarily content with just giving up on everything else. But it leaves things to the unknown. Instead, they combine curiosity with action, which then becomes a mixture of having this true power and wisdom, which is literally the perfect combination of what emotionally intelligent leaders should be. So let's do a quick recap before we take a break and we move on to this commercial message. I need you to be an active listener. I need you to be okay with sometimes not always knowing the answer, but being able to find the answer. And sometimes it's okay to say, I just don't know. Rather than being untouchable, I need you to be someone that is going to take initiative. You're going to be able to find ways to be creative. The savviest leaders aren't content with giving up. They leave things to the unknown. And instead, they combine curiosity with an action plan. They're willing to take that initiative to an investigative part where they can find the answers by combining I don't know with the three famous words, I will find out. So we will be back after a word from our sponsor. And we're back. The savviest leaders aren't always content with just giving up. Here are a couple of areas of improvement that you, my intelligent or emotionally humble leader, should be on the lookout for. Your personal skill. How do you manage yourself? Are you socially aware? Are you socially regulated? How motivated are you? In other words, the first step towards understanding and managing your emotions is also to be able to understand and manage our own emotions and ourselves. So the social skill, how do we handle relationships with others? Are we empathetic? Are we socially empathetic? I mean, this means more than just being nice and having feelings. But it also means having to interact and be effective with our communication. Number two, you're gonna have to improve on developing the knowledge 
not just for the content in which you are leading, but the content that you need to learn. Now, communication is far more than just words that are coming out of your mouth. There tends to be two major issues during conversations that people fall victim to. One is emotion and change. Oftentimes you think it's a good idea and that these areas that you need to develop, however, it didn't work seeking validation or seeking feedback because it's so easy to develop a blind stop that you end up forgetting all about these things. Various emotions can get in the way of communicating, which include anger and aggression and stress. And few of us are able to communicate effectively when we're struggling with our own emotions or even how to manage them appropriately. Sometimes the best thing that it can be done is to postpone the conversation until everyone is calm and then discuss it later. Difficult conversations aren't about the need of change. For many of us, finding things that are hard to manage, especially if it's associated with an implied criticism of existing ways of working and looking and moving, becomes really difficult for someone to move. So we talk about emotion and change. Those two things go hand in hand. One will always offset the other. And if we are not careful, it can either create a imbalance in the workforce or also a counterbalance of what you're trying to do. If you wanna provide insight and you wanna provide information, give them the happy sandwich, the positive, the criticism, and then the positive. But also make sure that if you're gonna give them criticism, give them the action plan that goes with it. Being able to improve your emotional intelligence and therefore improving your understanding of other people has to be coming from a different perspective and viewpoint. It means that we're able to help each other, learn from things that we've done right, things we've done wrong, but also in doing so, we have to learn that something is worth gaining when you're able to trust the process. You're trusting others. You're doing exactly what you thought was supposed to be. So until next time, we will talk, we will jazz. Thank you for turning into Coach Ham Chronicles. Peace.